This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best. We are living the whole of the Auburn experience. You can quantify it and you can qualify it in a variety of different ways through people's lives, through different times, venues, experiences, but at its heart, at its core, the Auburn experience is all about its sports, its culture, and of course, the Auburn family. And because it is about family, we've got to bring members of that Auburn family into the show. I am your host, as always, Kyle, alongside chair number two over there. Still smacking on some corn dogs. I can hear him kind of picking it about his teeth right now because of what's been <laughs> transpiring this weekend. Austin Scott, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Kyle. War Eagle. Believe it or not, folks, that is not uh, an exaggeration. Uh, if you're watching us live, I literally had corn dogs uh, pre-show tonight uh, as a toast to our basketball teams on a great on a great uh, weekend. We'll be sure to talk about that and plenty more on this episode. Looking forward to it. Yeah, we got too much to talk about. We have rearranged the order of what gets talked about when. So you're probably going to hear us mention some stuff at the very beginning of the show in Auburn Potpourri that you think, why didn't y'all spend a whole segment talking about that? Well, because there's just too much to talk about. So um, let's just talk about probably first the most earth-shattering news of the weekend that does affect Auburn and many others. Uh, the retirement of one Nicholas Saban uh, from oh, the Alabama you, Crimson Tide. Yeah, I, I thought to, you thought I was going to set you up for something else, probably. I but, did. I did. Well, I let's did. let's earth, get that out of the way. Earth shattering, but that's earth, fine. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just talk about this first. How you feeling? Thoughts? How you happy? Doing a little dance? Eating an oatmeal pie along with those corn dogs? What you got? Uh, some people's worlds uh, ended this past week on Wednesday. Uh, mine did not. Mine, <laughs> mine kept spinning um, because one man decided to stop working um, and start collecting uh, retirement um, that he doesn't need. Um, does not, no. I, I, yes, I think, you know, I think the network put out a thing that okay. really, uh, a post that really uh, <laughs> encapsulates how I feel about it. Incredible respect. I am absolutely... Uh, I've hated having to live through um, the greatest run by a college football coach in history. And it just happened to be during my lifetime. Uh, but I mean, there's no denying uh, we know firsthand how um, impressive and how um, really unprecedented Nick Saban's tenure at Alabama has been. Um, it's over. And thank goodness for that. Um, they've, they've already got a new coach. We are already on to a new regime. And uh, it'll be interesting to all watch unfold. But, you know, I'm, I think there was questions about health concerns. I'm glad that's not really – that seems to have been debunked. And, mm -hmm. and it just seems to be – and I, and I have to give props. You know, I think we see so many times in college football and other sports where people that are on top just try and go and go and go. And then it's just sad to look at at the end because they've yeah. just gone, gone too far. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they didn't win it this year. I'm not complaining about that. Um, but I think it's – it's admirable that he recognized I can't do this anymore. Um, this is not something I want to do. Um, and, and I'm good with that. And yeah. I, so props to him. Congratulations to Nick and Terry Saban. And I, and I hope they do enjoy retirement. And, uh, but I hope that their, their success is not uh, continued uh, here in the next regime of uh, <laughs> I have a nickname for him, but I'm going to be nice. He's only a few days on the job. 
you know, uh, I'll say it, Husky Harson apparently is that what is, everybody is that we've, that we've is got the nickname. in the chat. And, you know, I, I don't like to drag anybody who's been associated with Auburn uh, through the mud all that much, but it is hard to deny the some uh, similarities in the direction of uh, choices with Auburn's past. But um, I will really quickly give you my um, yeah. experience. Tell me. That, that we uh, had this weekend. Folks, I know some of you, if you've seen the post on our social media, you won't believe me that this wasn't all a setup. I mean, there was some planning ahead that had to happen, but not because we were planning to be in Tuscaloosa. The Kyle day. knew. Kyle knew Nick Saban was going to retire. Actually, yes. He I, called I, him last week. All my sources told me that Nick Saban was done the entire year, and I was just waiting. So I, I picked <laughs> this day to go visit family in Tuscaloosa, which I really would never choose to do, not the family part, but just go to Tuscaloosa, um, and then just happen to have some fun while I was there. If you missed the post, um, we decided to, what the expression I've been using this entire weekend is kick an ant bed and then run. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I say we, it was me in the picture for anybody who's wondering, any of you Alabama fans that want to joke on the hairline or <laughs> my, my dad bod, which I take as, you know, compliments, frankly, because I'm more mature than you. Um, and <laughs> we decided that we were going to try to pull something off, not to the level that it happened in the past that sparked a certain controversy with certain trees, but I wanted to just take an Auburn jersey over there and see what happened. But the problem was, let me let me really quickly back up because I know we got to talk about other things. We were there to visit a family, and then it just so happened the press conference was going to happen the same day. And so I said, you know what would be fun, E? Let's take a jersey over there since we're literally going to be across the street. And I, I do mean literally across the street from this statue. And just see if we can get a shot with a Cam Newton jersey with one Nicholas Saban statue. And um, – I'll kind of bore you with the details because it's not really that important, but we uh, decided it was safer to for me to wear it and then open up the the jacket in Cam Newton style right in front of <laughs> Nick Saban. Unbeknownst to all the Bama fans that were literally there just salivating over a, a press conference um, around the statue. And I'm not even joking there. I mean, it, you could have just heard like the like that just like drooling over <laughs> what was happening and uh, had a little fun. And then, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of responses from the Bama fans. And then we also, can I, can I just say this, Austin? Some of our Auburn fans, y'all need to get a life. I'm just going to be honest. Hey, lighten up, Francis. Lighten up. Hey, Francis, lighten up. It's a joke. Good grief. I, I mean, geez. Like, I try not to be, like, rude and stuff like that. But I'm just like, what? I had to write a full post of one person's response and say, let's, let's talk about this in context. First of all, this is a practical joke that houses no harm. This is me opening up a jacket, didn't put anything on the statue, nowhere near it. And I didn't plan for it to be this day. It just happened to work out. I mean, just ha smile and have a Coke. This hey, brought you by Coke, apparently. Just laugh. Just lighten up. It's a joke. It was hilarious. And look, if you want to be that way, well, thanks for the social engagement boost. We'll take it. I know. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't <laughs> want to be that way. But when you when you get those type of things and people I just know. trying to ride their high horses, it's, why why are, why are bubbles popping up next to me right now? You see this? That's this I weird. do. That's weird. Uh, it's it's telling you what I'm really thinking, and I want to say right now. But that that's the story of this week. And go check out the post. We'll probably have another reel about it at some point. But uh, it was a fun weekend. All right. Enough about saving. Enough about that. That's still part of the Auburn experience. I do want to on to the real goat. 
the real goat. Which goat do you want to talk about? You you tell me what goat you want to talk the about. The real goat. He's not like those other tigers. He's an eleven time national champion. I'll be the tiger wins again, Kyle. I mean, are we shocked? No. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This actually counts. This well, is a national championship that has been earned, Alabama fans. I'm just saying. I will tell you, I'm actually shocked. I thought they just decided to not let him win anymore. It was going to be invite. You can keep coming back, but I really didn't think they'd let him win anymore. But he did, and he's yeah. 11 time champ. And that's hashtag my goat. Hashtag my goat. And I love that on the same weekend where all the little posts with Nick Saban's shadow being a goat the university or whoever did it was, I don't know who originally was responsible for it to credit, but the shadow of the goat in the background. Just that was me, simple. Kyle. Was that you? I did that. Yeah. That, that was you that did that? That was me. Yeah. No, it was not. I promise. Oh my now, gosh. Another prominent social media platform decided to just take it and then put my <laughs> credit in the caption. But the, I posted it myself originally. That was oh me. man, I cannot believe that. How did you not tell me that? Like, I know I was. Busy. I don't know. I, well, yeah, I mean, you I was were, busy grabbing oatmeal pie, pies in you front were of busy a, defending your honor on social media. Yeah, that's but, what it was. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, it was exactly. I knew exactly what I was doing, and it was exactly for that reason. So I'm oh, glad you did so notice cool. it, even if you didn't know it was me. Oh man. That was a brilliant, and I'm just, I don't know that my heart could have grown grown three sizes more for you, but it has. Like, you're just <laughs> the best co-host ever. Oh, I've won wow. a lot of points tonight. You have won corn dogs, Aubie, and, you know, defending my honor has been great. Three That's great right. points there. <laughs> but Aubie wins the national championship. We're not shocked. And uh, I'm sure this won't be the last for him because he is not only the best mascot, yes, but he's the best real tiger out there. And we proved Absolutely. that. Absolutely. This weekend, you know, certain tigers not being able to do some very, very much things this weekend. Um, speaking of, should we talk about that part of it first? The, uh, yeah. The Bengal tigers that couldn't come into town and uh, minus a short run in the uh, second half, the men's basketball team uh, proved once again uh, who's in control of the SEC and who's the best tiger right. taking down the LSU uh, Bayou Bengals at home in Neville Arena. What a game that was and some real big highlights. I, I wasn't able to sit down and watch it fully because of what's been going on this weekend, but as I can imagine, you you loved what you saw too. Yeah, got to watch a lot of it um, with my mom, with the boys. Um, really impressive showing. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are kind of, you know, on their high horse about, oh, we were up 28. We should not have gotten back to a nine point. yes. You're right, but we were up 28, and so thankfully that that wasn't an issue. Um, and, and there's that, that you know, if anything, I think that that's not a bad thing to remember. Right. Hey, we're not invincible. Let's remember what we're capable of, but also that we have to keep our foot on the gas pedal the entire time. Uh, don't think that Bruce Pearl's not going to use that. Um, right. But I mean, an impressive showing. This team is just clicking. They're clicking. It's a lot of fun. There's somebody every night that could make a highlight uh, reel kind of play. Uh, and they are. And so there's a lot left to play. Um, next couple of opponents will be good tests. You know, they go to your favorite arena this weekend, this week, Kyle. Why did you have to bring that up? We had such well, a good end to the weekend, and you had to remind me of that. I'm, I'm just getting you prepared as we go into the week. I don't want I, you I, to, to get all upset when we – But, you, but you're bringing it up when we've had I'm, such a fun we're time. We're easing you into it. We're easing you into it. 
I'm going to start rocking uncontrollably every time you talk I about know. that. Okay, we'll, we'll save that. A last bit, just I'll throw this in here at the end for Potpourri, just because we so much great stuff happened this weekend. Greg Williams went into the NCEA Hall of Fame, uh, the inaugural uh, Equestrian Hall of Fame. Uh, so please- Another uh, get- goat another goat please give him a round of applause virtually if you have not done so already huge he's do he's actually doing it folks if you're you're not watching live you don't get the full effect of that just like with the corn dogs earlier uh huge recruiting week with three transfers coming in this weekend there was football and basketball recruitment again like i said we don't have time to talk about all of it because we got too much other things to spend some time on discussing this evening so let's move into that right now. But before we do that, folks, we got to talk about our friends at Magic Mind, because as we've been talking about with y'all for a while now, and y'all have responded by supporting them and vicariously supporting us by supporting them, the word energy, and they are a great source for energy out there. Now, when I ask to talk about energy, energy, you're thinking about those uh, energy drinks that, yes, give you the buzz, give you the get up juice that you you need, but at the same token, they're not necessarily the best ones out there for you health-wise. The solution I have for you is our friends at Magic Mind. I've tried them personally, and I can test that their claim being true, that they're great at defeating burnout and elevating your mental health all at the same time, but without some of the not-so-great benefits, quote-unquote, of some of those other energy alternatives out there. They'll help you with their mental focus, be more productive, they can help you uh, just do this in a more prolonged but healthy way in terms of giving yourself the energy uh, to accomplish what you need. And let's be honest here, to be an Auburn fan requires a lot of that energy too. But if you want to check them out, check them out at magicmind.com slash Jan Auburn. That's J-A-N Auburn. Use the code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, for 56% off a subscription or 20% off that one-time purchase. If you're not convinced, I have had one of my family members who has to deal with ADHD on a daily basis. And he said that not only does it not stir up some of the symptoms he has with that, but it gave him the energy and the focus that he was looking for, like I said, without aggravating some of those symptoms. Again, that place you need to visit is magicmind.com slash Jan, J-A-N, Auburn, and use the code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, for 56% off a subscription or 20% off that one-time purchase. Mr. Scott, to this week for Auburn football was one for the ages. Um, in terms it. of highs and lows, let's just be honest about this. We got to discuss some departures, some entries, and opinions about sure. uh, certain things out there. So I don't really know how you want to tackle this thing maybe the departures first and end on a positive note, uh, mainly focusing around coaching changes for all mm-hmm. football. If you haven't found out, well, I don't know what you've been doing other than maybe paying attention to the news across the state, but uh, unfortunately it, it pains me that I know you just, just wave it away at this point. It's, it's kind of boring now. Um, the, it pains me to say this folks, Carnell Cadillac Williams, coach caddy, is no longer part of the staff by his own choice and resignation in an official statement, obviously with the support of coach freeze in that same announcement. And on top of that, in within 24 hours, Zach Etheridge, another fan favorite, another Auburn 
you know, I'll say legend just because of what they've been as a player and a coach now um, in their own right. And it's a sad reality when you lose coaches <clears throat> like that for whatever the reason. So I'd like us to start that way, you know, focusing on their legacy, what they have meant to Auburn football. Yes, right now, but in their entirety of their legacy. So your opening thoughts about Caddy and, and Zach heading off into the distance. Yeah, I mean, I think there had been, if you've paid attention a little bit, there's been rumblings of these kind of things over the last few weeks, whether it be on social media or message boards or or just, you know, talking. Uh, Kyle and I definitely discussed it off air um, with each other several times and just wondering if there was any merit to it, any um, kind of timeline of this. Uh, and it's it's sad uh, in, in one respect, uh, I think. When you look at two alums who have uh, given a lot of their time and a lot of their sweat and blood and tears to this program as players and as coaches, um, it's it's sad to see them go. Um, we know Zach is going to Houston mm-hmm. um, to to be with his future father-in-law and get to you know be closer to family. We know Cadillac has resigned to pursue other opportunities. Um, I think that in in both respects, it's sad for like you said the current moment but also because some auburn brothers are are leaving the plains um temporarily uh for now so um i hate it i think with cadillac it's easier to talk about you know i think zach did a phenomenal job here as a recruiter and as a coach but obviously with cadillac in the last year to two he's become more of a a, i mean he was already a legend for his playing days right Mm -hmm. and he was going to be a legend after his coaching days had had 2022 never happened. Right. Um, but because of 2022, which you and I have well documented on this, on this podcast, uh, I, I think his legendary status is just, is through the roof. Um, yes. The way he rallied the team, the fan base, the Auburn family, uh, just through such a weird change and then staying on with coach freeze. Um, it changes what we remember of Cadillac. Oh, like I think about, you know, there's plenty of people, who grown people who never saw Cadillac play football, like right. their best memories of him are leading the team out of the tunnel, bypassing Cole Kublik saying, let's go play ball. Like that is their, their go crazy moment because that's what they witnessed with their own eyes. Um, and so I, I think that's really special and it, it adds an element where it's hard to see him go. Um, I think Cadillac's one of those and Zach are, are those people that will be back on the planes mm-hmm when as when they're old right. when they're when they're done coaching and and what and and i mean they could be coaching here again one day we don't know yeah uh, if this week hasn't told you that the coaching world is is crazy i don't know what <laughs> we will um so it it's sad uh but i think that's something positive to take from this is is it's very cliche but this is a business and and it looks like hugh freeze is going to be able to bring in two more guys that he believes are going to get this program where he wants it to be. I'm not saying that Cadillac and Zach Etheridge, but it heads with Hugh freeze. I'm not saying there was any disconnect right. or anything like that, but I'm not even saying they were forced on him to keep when he was hired here. I think he recognized their importance of keeping them as he kind of built his first year. Um, now that they're going elsewhere, um, he's able to bring in two more guys that he believes are going to help him. And, and look, it's, it's his job. It's on the line. So, right. um, I'm I'm gonna miss them. I'm gonna miss seeing them on the sidelines and having them as our our hype guys. But can't wait to see where those guys go. And best of luck to them. You know, they will always mean the world to me. Um, 
the moments that Cadillac has made special. Uh, he will always be my favorite player because he was my Bo Jackson. And um, go crazy Cadillac, various other memories of him as a player. But to me, none more special during one of the lowest periods of yep. our historic years as an Auburn football program uh, when there was nothing else to play for but just each other. Yep. After a Texas A&M victory at home, his first as an Auburn football head coach, interim or not, him looking into the camera and saying, Auburn's going to be all right. And man, I'm getting, I'm getting a little uh, I, right I now. Just, yep. just a little. little. <laughs> so it is a goodbye, but hopefully it is a see you real soon. Very quickly on the same topic, I don't want us to talk about one side of it and not the other. As with these things, people have opinions. People sure. choose sides. People make up stories. People spread news. You know, we had a post-game stream where I reacted to the news and and kind of shared some thoughts about it, and, and I felt like offered some caution. Uh, on I tried to do it very balanced about this situation. You're going to see, you're going to he hear a lot of things, not just about Cadillac, about coach freeze and stuff like that I, I would just caution you if you find yourself in one corner or another you're probably wrong but at the other side of the equation um you know it, it, i guess i'm kind of stumbling on my words right now just trying to think about how best to walk around this sometimes there's always um reasons for for these decisions to be made that we're not privy to and i think sometimes the things that we don't know we need to be okay with Yep. And um, we just hope for the best and wish uh, not just Cadillac, but Zach as well, as much as we've gone on about Caddy, I don't want it to be lost that Zach uh, is just as important to absolutely his, as a player, as a coach that it, it has meant to this football program over the years. Um, and we'll see what happens for them and uh, what opportunities come up for them. We know Zach's, but maybe Caddy's will be in the future. Let's, let's take, the, the bad news, losing two greats, and talk about some additions. Uh, we've been sitting here, but since we've lost an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, and uh, at one point, a defensive back coach, <laughs> um, <laughs> to figure out how this staff was going to look moving forward into 2024. And the first bit of news that we got this week uh, well, you can kind of date which one happened technically first, which one was broke the news broke first. But Wesley McGriff was reported to, to have changed his mind and not wanted to go over to Texas A&M, wanted to come back um, to be a defensive back coach at Auburn. At one point, kind of left us with three defensive back coaches until Zach decided to leave. And then about the same time, the official announcement, co-defensive coordinator Charles Kelly stealing him from primetime himself, an Auburn guy. So we lose some Auburn guys, we get one back. If you, I don't know if that equals it out for you. Coming back to be a co-DC. So uh, thoughts about Charles Kelly, thoughts about Wesley McGriff? Welcome well, back. Absolutely. My first question to you, Kyle, is does this count as Wesley McGriff? That's a good question. It is a good question. I'm going to say no. And I agree with you. If there was nothing signed by him at Texas A&M, which we probably would never know. We probably won't. I, they did announce him. They did they announce did. him. And so, but who knows? If, but I'm going to say no. 
anyway, yeah, really cool to see to have Wesley McGriff. He wants to be at Auburn. He made that very clear uh, with with when he came yeah. the third time uh, to Auburn. And I think he wouldn't have left without some other situations having not resolved themselves by the time he wanted them to. Now they have. Uh, so awesome to have Crime Dog back. I think it's um, going to be awesome to have him. And and obviously he's really yeah. important to a lot of our players. Um, and they've mentioned that Charles Kelly has I mean, I feel like I've talked about Charles Kelly coming back to Auburn at nauseum through the last decade, whether it be defensive <laughs> coordinator, head coach. I mean, he's someone a lot of Auburn people have wanted back on the planes for a long time. I think he's wanted back on the planes for a long time. Um, so really glad to have him here. Funny story, Kyle. I was at Byron Smokehouse on uh, what morning? Was Saturday? That? Friday? Was, fr- mm. was it Friday morning? Saturday morning, Saturday okay, morning. Okay. And, uh, and Charles Kelly was in there, uh, having some breakfast. And I was like, this guy, I mean, I think, we've, I think we've all known he's been back for a while. It just was publicly announced this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's been back really since the bowl game. Uh, or at least that's when we started hearing about it, but at Byron Smokehouse enjoying some breakfast this morning or on Saturday morning. And so like, he I never think that's left. a like he never left. I think that is a guy who's happy to be back on the planes and uh, he's going to, it's going to prove very beneficial for the defensive staff and the recruiting trail. Yeah. I'm happy so much to, you know, have some, some clarity to the coaching staff, but to have an Auburn guy come back as we lose to makes that a little bit um, makes you cope a little bit better with, with the loss of what happened. Also, I mean, I guess you could say we technically got an Auburn guy back in Wesley McGriff because I mean, at what point do we, does that start wearing off though? When you kind of go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you know, I'm happy uh, to have been wrong about him, you know, coming back. Cause I was like, if you leave a third time, surely, surely you're never coming back at least as a coach, maybe as like an administration one day, but here I sit wrong and I'm so happy for it. Uh, so two great additions. Well, an addition, a retention maybe is a better way. Sure. I like that. Wesley McGriff. Um, and that's kind of where we sit at right now is the moment of us recording this podcast. News has just been flying this week, and who knows what this next coming week is going to look like. So we may be talking about much more uh, then. But that's the kind of big stories that we want to discuss, the good, the bad, just a football update that was very important to get out there and talk about so we kind of don't lose track of all the things that are going to be happening Um even as we lead up to spring for Auburn football. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it again very, very soon. We are going to talk about basketball as is not a shock to anyone. Survivor 46 is here. And so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What else? It is after football season that takes center stage. 
of course, you're going to talk about shooty hoops round ball. But folks, tonight, we are not spending a segment talking about Bruce Pearl and the men who are doing pretty well right now, might I add you. And, and as Austin displays for our live viewers, uh, enjoyed some corn dogs himself, as Austin is doing right now. But this was his corn. This was his. Corn that, that was his corn dog. Where, where's the other one? Where's that second one? You got a second. This is the this second corn dog that, that happened more recently. That happened more recently, folks. Hours ago of us recording this, Coach Johnny Harris and your Auburn women's basketball team just took down the defending national champions, LSU Tigers, Angel Reese. Coach, however you pronounce her name, how do you help me? <laughs> Mulky. Mulky. I look at it and I'm like, is that like murky, but with an L? Okay. Murky, but with an L. Uh, regardless of the hooked on phonics of it, uh, we have taken down the LSU Tigers, which they need some hooked on phonics, the way they spell go and all that kind they of do. stuff. Uh, wow. 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 I, I mean, what a end cap to an amazing week for Auburn, even as it began a little bit tumultuously with some other non-related stuff. But I mean, are, are you just over the moon right now? Oh yeah. I mean, so I knew the game was today. I knew LSU was coming into town. Uh, like I said earlier, my mom is here uh, this weekend and we had just put the boys down for the nap, a nap or no, that's not true. We, we were going to put the boys down at halftime. Uh, but I told her we flipped it over and I said, Let's watch. We're on ESPN. How many times is Auburn women's basketball on ESPN? Right. Prime, um, you know, the main channel. But, you know, other than SEC I think our Network. buddy Clint. Right, right, right. I think our buddy Clint said the first time on ESPN since 2004, um, which is nuts. Nell um, Fortner, so, folks. Isn't that Nell Fortner, yeah. I believe? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. It's been a, it's been a, uh, am I wrong? It's either Coach Champion or Nell, Coach Nell. Maybe it is I don't Coach know. Champion. Either way, two great names. A lot. If we're having to think about that, it's been a really long time. Um, <laughs> and so, we we flip it over, and I tell her before the before the opening tip, I say, "Hey, we win this game. We're going to Tumors with the boys." And she, we both laughed and said, "Okay." And uh, and so, sure enough, I mean, the game goes on quarter by quarter. Auburn's in it. Auburn's throwing punches left and right, and LSU's answering. And and uh, turns out Auburn takes home takes home a victory, another big win for Coach Johnny Harris on the Plains, and and another rocking crowd at Neville Arena. Um, so really awesome to see for Auburn women's basketball, uh, for the Auburn family to rally around them. And uh, what what a game! I, I was shocked, not at the outcome as the game went on, but shocked to see just how well this team continues to play together as her career here progresses. And I know that's something you really wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want us having this larger discussion to be lost of the significance of this particular moment right here, because this, this is huge there. She's in year three. And, you know, one of the things that you ask yourself, a coach asked themselves, but or the administration makes these decisions. What does our trajectory look like? And, there continue to be moments where you see that upward movement of right. just small moments, games being won, things being accomplished. Um, but there, there are affirmations that we're on the right track because uh, as much as I love previous coaches, it just never kind of, it kind of leveled off and never or came, went down and came back up. 
this program is on the right track, I think, based on what we're seeing today, this season, and still a lot of season left to be playing, but over uh, the past couple of uh, uh, seasons that she's been here, uh, Coach Johnny Harris. First year, you know, you're just trying to do what you can. Hugh Freeze learned that <laughs> right. very well in, in football. Um, and in that first year, beat Tennessee, which is like one of the the stamps of you yep. know, hey, we're doing something here. Even if Tennessee's having a down year, that's a that's a big thing. Tennessee's a household name, so you do that in year one. Um, year two, have some other big victories. You, you have a, a better schedule. You make it to the tournament. Year three, and a great start in non conference play. Still plenty more in conference play to to be had but you take down the defending national champs. Yep. I, if that's not a sign of we are heading in the right direction, I don't know what is. I mean, what else does she need to do right now? At least w- what we are talking about at this moment in time in this season. Yeah, I mean, I think you continue that momentum, right? I, Auburn was 0-3 coming in today in conference play. Not something you really want to see. But to really – I think despite of that, that makes today's win even bigger. And so to see – the the Auburn family come around and 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 fill out. I think it was the highest mm-hmm. attendance or a, an attendance record for Neville Arena for right. a women's basketball game. Is that right, yeah. Kyle? Yes, but that second is correct. E- second ever for women's basketball, no matter the arena. Is that right. correct? That, I, I believe that is the correct way of phrasing that because remember Beard Eves, Beard Eves is like gigantic compared to Neville. Yes. And uh, I, let me just say this, folks, talking about Nell Fortner. Area. And I, I talked about this with Andy Burcham when we interviewed him on Auburn Roots, uh, just reminiscing back the amazingness that was the height of the Nell Fortner era when we're sitting in Beard Eves. You can't find a seat in the normal non-blocked off area. And then all of a sudden they raised the curtains for that Tennessee game that year. And I was like, yeah. we have reached a new level of yeah. Auburn women's <laughs> basketball. I was like, the curtains are coming up. Neville Arena, you've reached another new, the highest attended there and likely not going to be the the record for too much longer if they continue on the trajectory that they're on right now. That's right. And I just got to give it to the Auburn family, okay? Look, we're not going to sit here and act like things aren't the way that they are. Men's basketball will always, nine times out of ten, be the attention getter. It hasn't always been during those Nell Fortner years. Right. People showed up to the women's basketball games more than the men's basketball games for a time. I was I witnessed it firsthand. But the family saw an opportunity, showed up, and showed out. And you got to think how much that meant, yes, to Coach Harris, to the staff, to the coaches, to those players especially who have stuck it out. Players like Honesty Scott Grayson, who came back mm. for another year. Think about what that meant to her. Had I mean, a game, too. Right. I mean, she, we knew that she was going to be able to contribute, contribute more than contribute. That's not even an adequate word to describe that. Do what she normally does and be a, a star on this team. But you choose to stick around for another year, and you're like, well, you know, what? can there be a lot of other great things to do in year three as we're continuing to rebuild? And here we are. Great start to the year take down the defendant and angel reese household name in women's basketball in basketball right now i mean that's just that's a great way to have your final year go for her at least oh absolutely and and we talk about the attendance record it's evidence of the auburn family that 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 
people are sticking with this team and this program. We've talked about that with volleyball. There's kind of a renewed interest in these teams and they're giving them good reason to be involved. Um, you know, like I did say, we did make good on our, my mom and I did make good on our statement. We did end up going to taking the boys to tumors. Uh, they got up from nap time and we were hitting the road. Uh, and there was a good contingent there. The team, everybody was waiting on the team to get there to throw their own roles. But uh, the tumors corner was rolled for an Auburn women's basketball victory. And that's not really something that happens that often, right or wrong. It was good to see that, you know, this look, there's some schools that just love football. But this is and and we're very that's very apparent after the week we've had, <laughs> but we're Auburn is Auburn and the Auburn experience is is covers so much more than just football and I think we're seeing that here. Okay, you talk about something before I get all. Oh yeah, hey, settle down now. Listen, I know yeah. you're a dad now and all that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> settle down there, partner. Don't get all get all mushy on me. Uh, I just I'm very proud of today uh, for the victory what the victory means but it, to us as we've tried to express here it's more than just one victory it's just the one moment in time it's the stories within the story you know the honesty scott grayson's right. you know the affirmation for coach johnny harris the way the auburn family responds that's the auburn experience it's, it's more that's than right. just the game it, it, hey you might say it just means more oh boy it means oh. more than an oatmeal pie i'll tell you that much mm. about a certain thing that we've already discussed on the show, which we don't get back into, even though we love rubbing it in their faces because this is about, <laughs> and corn dogs too. What a show folks. What an absolute show. I, I, I'm I got to finish, finish this one for Johnny Harris. Just do it right now, right there. And done. Corn dogs done. Just like men's and women's basketball this weekend. That's going to do it for this edition of the Auburn experience podcast. Episode 62 is in the books. If you want to continue to chat with us, you can find me on X at Kyle Loomis 24. Where can they find you, Austin? You can find me at Austin G. Scott on X. You'll see a picture of two twin boys in bomber jackets and Auburn hats at Tumor's Corner today. It's quite adorable if I do say so myself. Like the heck out of those things. And if you want some other fun content, make sure you go check out our little adventures in uh, T-Town this weekend. And uh, that was quite the trip. So with all that being said, episode 62 in the books. Thank you for listening and watching until we talk to you again. War Eagle. War Eagle.